coming up on 5-Minute News. McCarthy appeals to extremists to avert government shutdown. Judge agrees to order banning Trump threats and intimidation. And Nagorno-Karabakh's Armenians leave for Armenia. It's Monday, September 25. I'm Anthony Davis. Just a week before Washington runs out of money to keep the federal government fully operating, warring factions within the Republican Party in the U.S. Congress on Sunday showed no sign of coming together to pass a stopgap funding bill. Congress so far has failed to finish any of the 12 regular spending bills to fund federal agency programs in the fiscal year starting on October 1st. House of Representatives Speaker Kevin McCarthy will push an ambitious plan this week to win approval of four large bills, including military and homeland security funding, that he hopes would demonstrate enough progress to far-right Republicans to win their support for a stopgap spending bill, known as a Continuing Resolution, or CR, as well. Republican Representative Michael McCall, a 19-year veteran of Congress who chairs the House Intelligence Committee, urged the group of party holdouts to stop blocking Republican-backed spending bills, while at the same time saying don't bring bipartisan bills to the floor. Republicans need to vote for Republican bills to avert a shutdown, McCall said. But some of those holdouts, who want deep spending cuts that go beyond a deal passed earlier this year, show no sign of relenting. Even some of the Senate's most conservative Republicans on Sunday appeared to House counterparts to stop blocking a stopgap bill. We would like for the House to begin that process of sending us a CR to keep the government open and functioning, Senator Marsha Blackburn said appealing to those MAGA Republicans' eagerness for conducting investigations into Joe Biden and some other top administration officials, Blackburn added, if you shut down the government, you can't continue that. The Colorado judge overseeing the first significant lawsuit to ban disgraced former President Donald Trump from the state's 2024 ballot on Friday issued a protective order prohibiting threats and intimidation in the case, saying the safety of those involved, including herself and her staff, was necessary as the groundbreaking litigation moves forward. I 100% understand everybody's concerns for the parties, the lawyers, and frankly myself and my staff based on what we've seen in other cases, District Judge Sarah B. Wallace said as she agreed to the protective order. The order prohibits parties in the case from making threatening or intimidating statements. Scott Gessler, a former Colorado Secretary of State representing Trump in the case, opposed it. He said a protective order was unnecessary because threats and intimidation already are prohibited by law. It was sought by lawyers for the group Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, which is seeking to disqualify Trump from the ballot under a rarely used Civil War-era clause of the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Dozens of lawsuits have been filed around the country seeking to disqualify Trump from the 2024 ballot based on the 14th Amendment clause barring anyone who swore an oath to the Constitution and then engaged in insurrection against it from running for office. 
Their arguments revolve around Trump's involvement in the January 6 attack on the Capitol to halt the congressional certification of the 2020 presidential election. Meanwhile, Donald Trump launched into his most overtly fascist assault on the First Amendment in a Sunday night tirade, promising that he will remove from the airwaves any news media that is not friendly towards him should he be re-elected as President of the United States. Ethnic Armenians in Nagorno-Karabakh began a mass exodus by car on Sunday towards Armenia after Azerbaijan defeated the breakaway region's fighters in a conflict dating from the Soviet era. The Nagorno-Karabakh leadership said the region's 120,000 Armenians did not want to live as part of Azerbaijan for fear of persecution and ethnic cleansing. Those with fuel had started to drive down the Lashin Corridor toward the border with Armenia. An Armenian government statement said 1,050 people had crossed into Armenia as of 10pm Sunday. The Armenians of Karabakh, a territory internationally recognized as part of Azerbaijan but previously beyond its control, were forced into a ceasefire last week after a 24-hour military operation by the much larger Azerbaijani military. Armenia and Azerbaijan have fought two wars over the enclave in 30 years, with Azerbaijan gaining back swathes of territory in and around Nagorno-Karabakh in a six-week conflict in 2020. Turkish President Erdogan is due today to meet Azerbaijan president in Nakhchivan, a strip of Azeri territory nestled between Armenia, Iran and Turkey. The Armenian leaders of Karabakh said that all those made homeless by the Azerbaijani military operation and wanting to leave would be escorted to Armenia by Russian peacekeepers. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.